If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you do read it, you're misinformed. What is the long-term effect of too much information? Information, information, I just need some information. I've been dying, I've been dying. Is it lack of education? I've been reading, I've been reading without any transformation. I'm addicted, I'm addicted. Is it overstimulation? Hey. Welcome to the Success Report. The Success Report. Hear ye, hear ye. Come on, come on. You are listening to the Success Report with Joel Nikoloff and Darnell Samuels. Yo man, this is gonna be fun, bro. Yeah, oh man, I'm, I'm yeah, the, the, this, this, man, this is gonna be pretty interesting. We're gonna be talking about your boy Justin Trudeau. My boy. I, th- I thought I, th- I thought that was your man. I, I never went to Halloween parties with that guy. What you talking about? <laughs> you were you you weren't at that function, Joel. You sure? Yeah, bro. I, uh, you would have never done that back in the day. Man, I didn't even wear go to go out for Halloween. That's a whole nother conversation. Okay, okay, okay. All right, yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, uh, Prime Minister Ch- Justin Trudeau has been in some pretty hot water. So he uh, he had one image released, yeah, and on, then another through Time and Magazine. Then another. Yeah, yeah. So Time Magazine uh, released or Time released an, an article. Basically showing him in blackface, and then uh, another one, and then a video. So, so just the context. So, the two thousand one, it basically he was wearing dark makeup, uh, and he was wearing a he, turban. He and, was dressed as Aladdin at yeah. an Arabian Nights party. Yeah, so he, he was when a pri- he was a teacher. Yeah, at a private school in BC. Joel and I are going to give you other political commentators' perspectives, and then we'll give you our own insights into the situation. Well, uh, this is a, a side note that's kind of funny. Um, there was a, somebody posted a, a video, um, and I actually uh, tweeted it at uh, Afterwatch, um, of Justin Trudeau being interviewed. Uh, like, it, so it came out on on the same day about uh, Trudeau being interviewed as a kid asking. It and uh, the the headline of the tweet was this week just keeps getting worse for Justin Trudeau and it's only Thursday, so he said that uh, the Last Jedi was better than Empire Strikes Back and Star Wars, and so it's just like people are just piling on him. Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, so shout out to Afterwatch. If you guys aren't listening, you guys go check it out. The memes have been pretty funny, I must say. Oh, the one there. There's one that I saw, and I gotta see if I can find it. Where they like pasted it, pasted the picture of him uh, as Aladdin into another graphic. Oh, I gotta see if I can find. Oh it. yeah, yeah, Will Smith of the new Disney movie. <laughs> yes, yes, that's it. Oh, that's the one. Oh, oh man, that was really the internet good. is undefeated, bro. <laughs> Considering the nature of the scandal, here are three black political commentators I like listening to. So one of them is Josephine Mathias, who has was a a YouTube a YouTuber, and she has uh, a commentary vlog on National Post. And so she basically said that she doesn't buy into uh, cancel culture, and that she was basically saying that blackface should not determine how you vote for him. Now, the other person was Dr. Joseph Smith, who we've had on the show before, who is a part of 
uh, Generation Chosen. And also, he's a part of Operation Black Vote Canada, which is a multi-partisan uh, nonprofit organization. So he was on CP24, and they brought him on to, I don't want to say speak on behalf of black people, but kind of get the black vo voice heard. And so he's a, he's a pretty credible dude I like listening to. And so he was on the show and he was giving his perspective. And one of the interesting things that, that came out of that discussion was he was talking about the instances that allow these kind of things to occur was institutional racism. And then he goes on to, to say the lady asked him about um, the, you know, the people he's been talking to and what they've been saying. And he said that, and I'm assuming the people he's talking to and she was assuming was black people. And, you know, one thing they were saying was that people are too sensitive and this politic, politic, politically correct culture, you know, people are just being overly sensitive. And so they weren't really um, hung up on it, not because they don't think racism is a bad thing, but that, you know, you can still be a racist and still do good things politically. I think this demonstrates the power of politics over racism. And this is why some may see politics as a hope to eliminate racism. It shows that, you know, your worldview or your political or religious leanings don't necessarily affect your politics. So I, that's what I took away from those that commentary. But then Joseph also goes on to say that the lady asked him about the apology that Justin Trudeau gave. And he was just like, well, yeah, the apology is nice, but uh, looking at where you support or what, what parties you support or what policies you bring into place is more of a healing, uh, brings more healing than an apology. So we'll just kind of wait to see where the pieces fall. And I, and I like that answer uh, because, yeah, like, come on. Well, actions speak louder than words. Right. Or, or as Jamaicans say, sorry, can't buy soja lari. <laughs> so, I, so next, uh, I, I was looking at a Sam Say's article, and Sam Say has been on the show before, and he had an article. Is Justin uh, Trudeau a white supremacist? Is Justin Trudeau a white supremacist? Yeah, we got we got to give him some uh, some gear. we got to grind his gears a bit because that's a little uh, clickbaity of a headline, bro. Yeah. Well, okay. So basically, <laughs> he's saying he he made an interesting point about wearing blackface. So might so he was saying that uh, wearing blackface might prove a person's ignorance and insensitivity, but it doesn't necessarily prove that you're a racist. I think that's a fair statement. I mean, we said it previous, like the last time we brought up. Trudeau and racism. Um, episode um, 30, Evolution you know, of Racism. I, I made the claim that racism in and of itself, uh, which is, I'm using racism to mean making a decision based on race, um, is amoral. Meaning uh, it, it doesn't have a race, uh, a moral connotation in and of itself. And so I would say, a simple example, which I, I I would hope majority of the listeners and majority of the world would agree with, is that you can make a choice about the races you want to date or marry 
uh, and that's your prerogative. There's nothing. I I wouldn't say that there's a, you know, you shouldn't be held to a moral standard of saying, oh, I I only want to date people of the same race as me. Um. So and and I would say that's a race based decision. Um. But that's an example of something that I would think is amoral. In right. that the fact that you made that decision, no one's going to say the fact that you made the decision based on based on a particular or because race was a deciding factor. That's immoral. There's a clip, so I think this is the first apology Trudeau made, um, and he his statement was that this was something that was unacceptable, but at the time he he didn't you know he didn't consider it unacceptable. Or he didn't, sorry, he didn't consider it racist at the time. But he's like, but we know better now. Or, or but now we know better, you know, same idea. But at the, essentially he's, you know, I, w- I would say he's woke. we know he's better because, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's in the politically correct climate. Or and I would say in the extreme politically correct climate, that at least obviously I'm adding my commentary to that. But in the politically correct climate, it's considered um, racist. And I was gonna say, but but Sam, I think Sam say worded it better. Yes, that um, it in today's regardless of the cli- in today's climate, looking back on it is harder, right? Um, I think. In today's climate, it would pr- it would prove a person's ignorance and insensitivity. Yeah, I, yeah, I would totally disagree with. Like, with if somebody did it today, um, uh, that's how I would say. Like, I would I would say if someone did it today, I would agree with that statement. It does prove they're ignorant, at least that they're ignorant and insensitive. It doesn't prove that they are racist. Yeah, um, I, I think I would slightly disagree with that. Not not you. Or what Sam said, but with what Trudeau said in him saying that, you know, back then, you know, sorry, read that statement again, please. Um, what he said was at the time, um, I didn't consider it to be a rate uh, to be racist mm-hmm. or a racist action at the time. Mm-hmm. But now we know better. It was something that was unacceptable. Yeah, nah. yeah. So it's racism. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. Because that, because that, those pictures um, were taken in two thousand one, and I, you know, I was kind of thinking back. Okay, like, like where was my head at in two thousand one, or even in the nineties? And what if I went to a function, and somebody came, wearing came in wearing blackface in two thousand two thousand one? I would be offended, and I'd be pissed off. And if I don't think I was a Christian then, so probably something may have popped off. Would it have mattered how or what, like, you know, if if literally they just came as blackface, mm-hmm. like you came to a party as a black guy, mm-hmm. like just straight, you know, that's it. Versus, let's use the example of him dressed as an Aladdin character and obviously going over the top mm-hmm. and covering his entire body or whatever mm-hmm. in, in makeup. Mm-hmm. Would the, I would assume you would have a worse reaction to this just no character blackface, or am I wrong? Sorry, I don't I don't understand your question. I'm I'm trying like I'm saying if you're portraying a character like Aladdin, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and then adding makeup to the character, mm-hmm. and and then as a result, you're adding blackface mm-hmm. versus you're just coming as a black guy, or you're just coming in blackface, or 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 or, or, or let's say no, well let's say you're coming as Tupac. Everybody, okay, white people yeah. love Tupac. Yeah, so you're coming as Tupac and you wear blackface. That's what I, so I put Aladdin. My question being, the character doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Come on, man. Okay, but, I'm just, that, but yeah, no, that's come on, man. That's nonsense. Because like part of it is I'm thinking about the movie Bamboozled when it came out in 2000. So those of you guys who don't know, Bamboozled is a movie by Spike Lee. Bamboozled is a satirical comedy drama film written by Spike Lee about a modern televised minstrel show featuring black actors uh, donning blackface uh, makeup, and the result is violent fallout from the show's success. And so I remember watching that movie in 2000, and you know, you know, especially watching those kind of Spike Lee movies, it weighs heavy, it weighs heavy on your heart. So, and so, you know, if you didn't have any knowledge about blackface prior to that movie, well, after that, yeah, you're not playing that. So it's funny that you know Trudeau's doing that in 2001, and he's not aware. And you know, some people will say that, oh. You know, it's because of his white privilege why he wasn't able to see it. Well, you know, if you're not able to see that, I wouldn't call that white privilege. I'd call that a disadvantage. Like you can't, if you're not familiar with what is cracking in other circles, then that's a disadvantage. That's not a privilege. For you not to Mm -hmm. know what's going on in an indigenous community, in a black community, and you don't know what's up, you're at a disadvantage. You come, you come to the hood where it's predominantly crypt territory and you're wearing red. You're at a disadvantage. You may lose your life. You may get stomped out. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, so, so these are the things where, you know, he's saying, okay, well, back then, no, it, the, 2000 wasn't that far back. You know, for him to do that, you're like, yo, nah, that's just how you guys were getting on. And the fact that people accepted it. And it's funny, I was at a party uh, today. I was kicking it with Brad, shout out to Brad, and he brought this up to me. And he was just like, you know what's you know what's interesting about those pictures, Darnell? The picture that he took with the two Indian guys with the turbans. He's like, did those guys check him? And I, <laughs> I was thinking to myself, I was like, yeah, that's right. Like, or yo. Did they give him a pass? Yeah, what, what right? You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. Did, yeah, did they give him a pass? Like, hey, you know what? Hey, that's funny. You look cool. Welcome to the club. I don't know if that's what those guys said. Now, some people might say, oh, you know, because of Trudeau's white privilege, they were probably scared. If you come into, into my party as dressed as Tupac, no black guy's going to come around and put their arm around you and say, hey, let's take a picture with Pac. He's, he's alive. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I mean, I'm a, like, I'm looking at the picture right now. These guys look like they're smiling. Yeah. They don't, you know, and, and so, like, you know, the question of, like, well, okay. I think these guys are teachers. I don't know if I'm right. And right. so my question would be then, are they honoring, like they did a, you know, they did this Arabian Nights dinner. Mm-hmm. Like, was there an aspect of like honoring the culture as the intention? And like, I mean, I don't know. These are just questions I have that yeah. like, clearly Trudeau is not going to at all put a- any sort of defense up because otherwise he looks, he looks even more like a hypocrite. Um, if he tries to defend his character mm-hmm. in that particular yeah. context. Yeah, no, but totally. And, and it's just one of those things where it was a good observation by Brad that, 
yeah, why didn't they check him? And and the reason why they might not have checked him is because they probably thought it was okay. Now, I I don't have any commentary from from the brown Indian community mm. on how they're interpreting that, but I know in my community, in light of you know tons of movies about blackface, uh, that's and especially the relationship between blacks and whites and all that. That's it's it's not it's not gonna that's not happening. Um, but who knows, you know, I guess context is key because, you know, in the private school culture, you know, you don't want to ruffle any feathers. So maybe those Indian guys were kind of like, you know what? Yes, men. But- yeah, or or someone who's going to, you know, kind of ruffle the feathers and, and put up a fight. Yeah. You know, yeah, and say, yeah. oh, we shouldn't even have this event. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So the, so you know what I mean? You might have had um, some. Just get along to, to or go along to get along. Right. Right. I don't know. It's just. We're trying. I'm playing a little bit of devil's advocate as to like, I think there's two potential scenarios. Like one is they, you know, maybe didn't look at it as offensive. You know, it might have been like a scenario where you have the house Indian and the field Indian. I don't know. Um. So, (laughs) I don't know. But another thing that sticks out about Sam Say's article, uh, he says this, and and I'm gonna quote Sam Say because I can't paraphrase it. He says it really well, and he says. But I am much more offended by Trudeau mocking my intelligence than I am him mocking my skin color. Trudeau and leftist politicians tend to wear political black faces to secure black people's votes. That's offensive. Trudeau portrays his political opponents and Canadian system as racist to seemingly scare black people into voting for him. He portrays himself as a white savior who can atone for white people's sins. He makes the bigotry of low expectations a major part of his platform, suggesting that black people cannot be as successful as some white people are without the Liberal Party's handouts. So it's offensive, but in our political climate, it's effective. And that's why people defend him. You know what's my fir- like what i totally thought of when when it, when you were reading that was do you remember hillary clinton on uh breakfast club no 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 i, I didn't watch that one she basically pandered to black people by saying i carry hot sauce around with me <laughs> <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah there was it's just like you know you're you're essentially you know that's kind of what he's getting at right like i'm He's more offended by the like pandering to me, telling me what I want to hear or try, you know, trying to pander to my skin color than to, you know, appeal to my intellect. Like what is going to make you a good leader? Not that you align with those who hate black people, like because or sorry, you you want to align with opposing those who who hate black people. Did I say that right? I think so. Um you know, like, I don't know about you, bro, but I've never met anyone who's in the KKK. Have I met, you know, someone who I would say like, okay, that person's, you know, ignorant, you know, maybe said a comment or two that I'm like, dude, man, you, you need to like check yourself. And, and there's a level of ignorance or, or racist undertone. And I'm like, I don't know, man, I think that guy might be you're, sure. Is it, you know, 50% of the people I know? No, it's like, one to two percent of the people I've met in my life where I'm like, eh, that person might be a racist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I thought I thought Sam say uh, hit the nail on the head uh, with his perspective there. So when you guys get a chance, uh, check out his article. Is Justin Trudeau a white supremacist? Well, so the the you know while we're going down this, you know, like you you referenced the movie, um, I thought of uh, Robert Downer Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. in Tropic Thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to listen to it again, but there's a there's a Jamie Foxx clip. Um, so I'll put it in the show notes because I I didn't uh, as you were talking I thought of this and I didn't I haven't listened to it again. But he he explains why people accepted him doing blackface in Tropic Thunder. So this is uh, Jamie Foxx explaining it on Joe Rogan's podcast. So okay. um, I'll put that in the show notes page because okay. I, I I remember listening to that way back. It okay. was from uh, t- nine, uh, 2017. So okay, that's um, good. We'll check that the, out. There's another, uh, there's an, oh, the flip side of that being, so your movie you referenced was in um, 2004, 2001. or sorry, 2001, in uh, Tropic Thunder was in 2008, and in 2004, we had White Chicks. All right, White Chicks, where the, where the Waynes brothers uh, put white on face. White Face. <laughs> right. Is that, well, and, okay, was there, was there, is there anything wrong, of course, with White Face? I was never offended. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I watched that movie multiple times. Yeah, I did. I didn't. Oh, I didn't. Like, I didn't watch it. I thought it was stupid. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I was a fan of the Wayans brothers back then. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I was a fan. I just, I just the movie. I, I yeah, just wasn't. One hundred percent. It was stupid. But I did see it multiple. Yeah, times. but it, but would Not you say purpose, it's racist? But, would you say that putting on white face is racist? No. I never thought it was, and so I and and so I guess the question I have for you is, what makes blackface like when you said you know back in the day had someone shown up at a party wearing blackface, mm-hmm. you would have been offended or you would have thought it was you know bad and you would have stomped them out. Mm-hmm. My question to you is why? Why back then? And and I'm assuming there's an aspect of your sanctification today that you wouldn't have the same response to them, but you know. Does your response indicate that it was racist, or does your response indicate you perceived it as racist? Um, sorry, repeat. Sorry, repeat the question. What I guess I'm I'm curious as to did you like was your default position that someone wearing blackface was racist? Yes. Yeah. And then the so yeah, and that's my what I'm getting at is you just perceived oh that's a racist act. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you wanted to stomp him out because that was your default position. Mm-hmm. And my question then is, why? Why? Well, why? Why would you instantly be like blackface equals racist? Right. So the in the movie, bamboozled. At the end of the movie, you you see the history of blackface and how well one whites not hiring blacks they would use blacks or white people mm. to wear blackface and red lipstick and act in a goofy way to uh, belittle black people. So so black black men and black women never really had a respectable positions. So they would act like fools or a coon is that that's where that's where we get the term coon from. Mm. Uh, a, a a black person being used uh, by white people to make a fool 
of black people, right? So if you couldn't hire, if you didn't hire a black person, you would get a white person to put on blackface and act a fool, or you would hire a black person, and a black person might put on blackface to act a fool for white people. So generally throughout the movie, you're just seeing um, black people wearing blackface and bamboozled and acting the fool um, in those traditional, uh, in, in, in the traditional caricatures that, that was pushed about black people. So even at the end, and even now I think about it from when I watched it, it really hurt to watch the cartoons. They're showing the cartoons of black people with bones in their noses and all that stuff. And it hurt. It uh, it hurt. Like I'm thinking about it now. Um, yeah, it almost made me cry watching the movie just to see the you know how black people were being belittled uh, back yeah, then. And, and- well, and so, and I mean, for me, the what's interesting about that is that the 2000 era use of blackface likely is ignorant to the history no, no, of blackface. No, 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 no. So, so, so that um, Spike Lee was doing that on purpose. No, no. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry. I'm uh, what I'm saying is like so the Spike Lee movie is shedding light on the origins uh, on the, the origins, origins and also looking at it as it plays out in the today's current context or in that time in in the 2000 current context. So but I guess what I was trying to get at was that like when Trudeau is doing it mm-hmm. in 2001 mm-hmm. he is not at least if I'm giving him, uh, let's say, Grace. take a view as the the most generous perspective. Grace? Yeah, giving him Unmerited grace favor. at the same time. But, but like, let's assume, like, I would think he's not paying homage to the history of blackface. Or brownface. He's ignorant, <laughs> or brownface. Yeah, yeah. He's ignorant to the historical baggage mm-hmm. of blackface. Because... Uh-huh. Like if I'm, I if I'm I gonna say worried. if I'm gonna say he had white disadvantage, yeah, uh, right where he was at a disadvantage because he's growing up in a context you know his dad is Pierre Elliott Trudeau he's going to private schools, uh, you know he's not on the block he doesn't know what's going on, and so he's like all right cool you know it's all it's all in good fun, and in, yeah. and in I, his ignorance uh, did it, and and I think that's where Sam says statement reigns true mm-hmm. yeah. because it's it's the ignorance of the history of blackface right. not he's paying homage to the racism of blackface in 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 history right because you know based on now that i know what you've just said to me mm-hmm. okay yeah i i would never think like based on that context doing blackface is like yeah not even an option yeah but you know what what's deep is like it, it just shows you how important it is to be up on other people's cultures, especially if if you're living in the same country or dealing with them, like just to know how to deal with people with respect and what's what and what people would consider disrespectful, but and also nuance from Samsei's article. Sorry to keep talking about Samsei. I'm gonna stop talking about him after this. I don't even like the guy, right? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> damn. So basically, he he, he references uh, Frederick Douglass, and and he said that you know Frederick Douglass kind of suggests uh, that blackface is greatly morally neutral so douglas suggested that blackface at the time was usually practiced by white american actors to mock black people as genetically and socially inferior 
to white Americans. However, for Douglas, there were occasions when blackface was applied in a respectful manner to affirm the humanity of black people. Mm. Um, so so that, that, that was an interesting perspective. But I didn't know that in 2001. I was watching Bamboozled by Spike Lee. I saw the cartoons of black people being made fools of. So I was offended and I was just like, look, if I see any kind of symbolism of that, I'm shutting it down. Now, as far as Justin Trudeau, you know what? Being gracious, you know, he he might not have known. You know, he, he's living in a bubble and he doesn't know. He's at his private school and, he, and he's doing his thing and he doesn't know, right? So there's yeah, that I mean, I basically, I basically learned it doing this podcast. Really? <laughs> yeah, like oh, in terms of God. the history of, history of blackface. Okay, praise God, now, I'm glad. Now, at the same time, I think... I think we've had a conversation like this before because now that you say it, when you were breaking it down about the red lips, mm-hmm. you know, that part, I'm like, okay, yeah, okay. I, I remember us having this conversation, but, but I don't, other than, you know, uh, one no, other, th- yeah, but that, that was a long time ago when, when we got stopped by the security guard in Chicago <laughs> at yes. the condo, but that's a yes. whole nother conversation. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> when the, when, when like, yeah, what are you guys doing here? And was, anyways, that, oh. anyway, that's a whole nother conversation. Yes, yeah, way back, playback. Yeah, back. That, that was almost uh, the start of the Sixth Sense report when, 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 when I, man, me, me and my people were offended. Joel was just and like, I was so ignorant <laughs> to reality. I was so, like, dude, what, what? I don't understand, man. Okay, what you know what? Okay, about? you know what? Let's because you know I know everybody's gonna be like, yo, darn will just tell the story. I guess this is the start of the Sixth Sense report. So, in 2013, we went to the Legacy Discipleship Making Conference in Chicago. The theme was Soli Deo Gloria. Shout out to Brian Die. You know. I like to live nice. So we got a really nice condo to stay at. So me, uh, Tyra, Steph. Like a four bedroom? Yeah. Uh, uh, Three no, bedrooms? Th- uh, no, two big bedrooms. We had a big living room, a big kitchen. We had access to a hot tub, steam room, weight room, uh, terrace with a swimming pool, barbecue, pool, a pool room, games room. Yeah, we had it all. It was me, Tyra, Anika, Stefan, and Gideon, uh, Gideon, and Darko, Phil Darko. Oh my goodness! All right, so so we're all coming in. Joel's with us, right? So now we're coming into the. To so the- okay, but but <laughs> side note, I'm staying in the dirtiest motel yeah, yeah. with Jade and someone else. I yeah. don't even remember who it was. Yeah, 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 and. And me, yo, me and Jade are sharing a bed, bro. Yeah, well, like, hey, man. And I'm skateboarding around the city. Well, that's what I, if, like, you, if you guys want to roll with me, you're going to live the good life. I'm living my best life. I'm I'm living, I, I'm you. staying across the street in this broke down yes. motel. Yeah, it was disgusting, um, actually. Oh, it was, it was, yeah. But I was like, I didn't care. Yeah, well, see, I, I had black privilege. That's how you saw yeah. black privilege. You roll with Darnell, it's all about black privilege. So, you so roll yeah, with Joel, Darnell. it's all about disadvantage, white disadvantage. I'm I'm spending as little <laughs> money as possible on this trip. Oh well, yeah, okay, okay. So continue with the story. So, um, so basically, what happened was, um, we're walking in the front door. Yeah, walking in the front door, and so there's security, of course, you know, concierge, I guess, the security, and basically, you know. We're going in, and he's questioning us, like, okay, what are you guys doing here? And I'm like, well, we live here. We're staying here. And so he's harassed. You know, he's giving us, you know, third degree. Just giving the extra, extra, yeah, extra. Yeah, you know, just, just yeah, in. it's kind of pr- pressing us, you know. And, of course, you know, you, you can't press black people like that. You know what I mean? So he's pressing us. Anyways, we got it all sorted out. We got upstairs. But And, and I'm walking through, like, 
Yeah, of course he's asking who you are because he's the concierge guy and he's never seen you before. And we are staying here for a weekend. Right, like, right, right, right. You know, so I'm like, oh, we're just we rented a place. Like, what? What do you like? It's yeah, cool. Like, yeah. we're good. We're you know, and you know, it's it's funny because I remember me and you at the barbecue just shooting the breeze. Yeah, and like, yeah, but but the, the the thing was, everybody was disgruntled. Tyra was, Anika was, I was, Gideon was, Steph was. Darko was except you. You were kind of like you know who you remind me of. You remind me of um, um, Carlton, Carlton Banks when Will and Carlton went to jail, and Carlton doesn't understand why he's in jail and why the police are treating him this way. So you're kind of looking at us like, hey, darn it, you know, hey, wh- hey, why is everybody down? Was everybody mad? What's going on? And yeah. then and, I, and then I was kind of like, okay, you know what? I'll talk to you later. I'll I'll explain it to you later. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then when, when I was using the barbecue, making my burgers. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we on we the terrace. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we're terrace. chopping. So me and you um got into a really good conversation about race and what it's like to be black and dealing with racism and how you know as, as a black person, you're raised to see things that may not be there, as some white people are raised to not see things that may be there. I mean, I would say, I mean, I, you know, in my, I, I walked into that situation probably a little bit ignorant, but at the same time, you know, I would say I wasn't looking at that guy, th- you know, for tells of like, okay, is he giving us a hard time just for the sake of giving us a hard time? Mm-hmm. Or was my act with the way that I interpreted the situation correct? Right, that he was just going, hey, yeah. I don't know you. I'm the concierge, and I know everybody who lives in this building. Yeah, yeah. And right, no, well, and, he, and I should be stopping anyone I don't recognize. Right. You know, like, so, again, I don't know the, what what his motivations were. We None of us really know what it was. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and at the end of the day, could you guys have been interpreting it properly? 100%, right? Could I have been interpreting it properly? Maybe. And so... There's an aspect where, you know, I would say, you know, I, I don't know. How would we have known yeah. at the end of the day? No, right. Well, I think part of it, too, is the moral of the story is that, well, we, me and you talked about it and we clarified what was actually going on. When I look back at it today, uh, yeah. Could I, could I have been super sensitive? Possibly. You know what I mean? Possibly. Like, you know, him asking me, you know, what am I doing here and and so forth and let me see your name i'm like that's fine you can ask me that you know what i mean you got to make sure you keep people out you know what i mean so yeah, yeah. Uh, it's all good you know what i mean like I, I like if that happened to me today you know i, I definitely would not have sweat it like i did then i think i might have been overly sensitive then but the point is for the <laughs> listeners is that you know joel and i have been talking about these things and and i'm learning from joel and, and joel is learning from me and it's good for you know especially for black folks and white folks especially with our history to be able to sit down and, you know, and, and talk about this without, you know, give, you know, go back and forth without uh, getting offended. So that was the moral of the story. Well, and I think, you know, it's it's like uh, from our, our last episode with Tony Costa, right? Like we said about, like, okay, how do you how do you talk to people who are on the, the social justice, you know, side of things? And, and I mean, his answer was like, you know, you got to spend the time, right? Because me and you can have these conversations of like, okay, let me understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. And and vice versa mm-hmm. because one you know the other you know the heart of the other person mm-hmm. you know that their position is largely uh, with the same motivations 
right? They might interpret a situation differently because they have their own, as you said, we all have our own biases. We all have our own, you know, upbringings that changes our perceptions of things, our own experiences. Mm -hmm. You know, um, if you've dealt with racism, if you've never dealt with racism, obviously being white versus being black versus any other culture, like all these things shape how we're going to interpret things. We all have our own lens. But, you know, the fact that me and you can sit down and go, okay, wait, I don't understand. Can you explain this to me? Right. Like help me unpack the perspective, even like on the show, when I asked you the question earlier of like, you know, was your default position racism and then why? And now understanding, well, maybe that default position is completely justified, but it might cause you to misread a situation. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Right. So so going on with the conversation, I wanted to look at how. Justin Trudeau's peers interpreted the whole situation. So looking at conservative party leader uh, Scheer, Andrew Scheer. He che- yeah, Andrew Scheer just totally checked the PC culture box. Like, oh, I am so shocked. Uh, so the quote yeah. I have in the uh, National Post article, mm-hmm. I was extremely shocked and disappointed when I learned of Justin Trudeau's actions. Wearing brown face is an act of open mockery. It was yeah. just as racist in 2001 as it is in 2019. Yeah, I think the new I think the one of the things that stuck out from Shear's commentary is that he said this and I quote apology an apology based on a lie is not a real apology. And what Shear is getting at is that Trudeau apologized after the first picture. And then whoever whoever had the the pictures and the videos kind of timed it perfectly so they're like okay we're going to release the first picture and then uh especially during around election time so it's not a coincidence so we're going to release this oh, picture yeah, yeah. uh justin's going to make this you know make a statement he's going to give an apology and then we're going to release the other stuff and so when uh, justin apologized he didn't say there were there was more he says yeah you know this was the one instance where i did it and i'm sorry and you know i'm sorry for about this instance and then we released more. Like, wait, hold on. There was more. So Andrew Shear is just basically saying, yo, bro, why didn't you just fess up to all the stuff you've done and say you're sorry versus saying, okay, that was the one incident. But you're like, okay, but there was more incidences. So what? You're lying. So your apology isn't really a genuine apology. And I thought Shear made a good point. I don't know if his camp was doing was behind the whole thing. But yeah, it kind of exposed Trudeau as a liar. And that his repentance was one of attrition and not contrition attrition meaning you're repenting because you got caught versus contrition you're repenting because you feel bad about the people you've offended Mm -hmm. yeah i'll I'll post a video from uh, christy blanchford blanchford Mm -hmm. she kind of talks through a bit of it too just in the same light of like you know he yeah it's you know, people were asking him a question of like, you know, how many times this happened. Although in the in the apology that I was quoting from uh, when he was on an airplane, I thought it was the first apology. He said, oh, I also dressed up and sang a song um, or as a, you know, I guess when he was in school. Mm-hmm. So like maybe he kind of referenced like a couple of years before that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the, 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 the song. I think he named the song or the, the play or something, but. Right, um, right. He kind of owned, oh, there was one other time. But then it's like, oh, but then there was this time, and then there was this time. Whatever. And the funny thing is, like, one of them, I think the the last one, the one that's, like, a little bit harder to recognize, 
um, they actually noticed that he was in like jeans and there was rips in the jeans and you could see he had actually like painted his whole body. Uh, Jagmeet Singh, who's part of the leader of the NDP party, uh, he said, well, one, he said that he wanted to get the chance to talk to Trudeau to tell him that he was wrong. I don't know, but okay. And then he goes on to say uh, what his main question was, what is this impact going to be on Canadians? And I thought that was a very good question, and I and, and I want us to be able to you know, give some kind of insight into like what will the potential impact of this scandal be on Canadians? Uh, so where where would you where would you land on this, Joel? Um, I think, I mean, I I don't think it really is going to influence too many voters. I think you know maybe two to three percent could potentially get influenced. Like the people that are on the bubble, you know, um, you know might might get influenced by this um, but for the most part I don't think very many people if anyone is really going to get uh, you know influenced um, for me like it's it's funny there's a few headlines um, so within the one of the National Post articles they had a C also and I thought one of the headlines was was pretty pretty telling so from Rex Murphy for anyone else resignation would be unavoidable mm-hmm. and appropriate mm-hmm. um, but I think yeah, Trudeau to to resign would be shocking at this point. I mean, he's got to come. There's got to be like a, a legit, you know, racist comment while in blackface or or something along those lines for for him to to actually step down. So JJ McCulloch, who is a vlogger and a blogger, a writer, artist, conservative, he writes for the Washington Post. Lives in BC. And he wrote an article basically saying that Trudeau's hypocrisy as the king of shame, shame-based politics, is that, well, that's what he called him. So his opinion on the blackface photo. And he, and he says this, and he just basically summarizes, it, summarizes the whole situation like this. Like Donald Trump and the, ex- and the Access Hollywood tape, Trudeau may ultimately call shame culture's bluff and simply let the people decide. Confident that voters are far harder to offend than the Twitter mob presumes. Yeah, I think, you know, for the at least my perspective and and maybe I'm wrong here, but for I think for a lot of liberals or, or the, you know, the left, the ends justify the means. And so. The character of I mean, and I would say the same thing is true for for many conservatives, too, Um you know, the character of the particular leader, you know, is largely irrelevant. It's more of the principles that they stand for, that that's what they're voting on. Um, unfortunately, I think for the, in Canada, most of our, you know, uh, liberals are not conservatives and conservatives are not liberals is literally what they're voting on. Um, but I mean, that's a bit of a, a sidebar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I would agree with that, uh, with his points there. Yeah, I, I think, well, for me, well, okay, so so what's what's your two cents? Uh, I think... On this whole situation. Know, th- I think this situation definitely puts a little bit of pressure on that whole PC culture. Uh, and the reason I say that is because it demonstrates a bit of the hypocrisy of the people who have been, 
you know, constantly shaming those for being not PC, you know, and, and that's what he's saying, Trudeau, right? He's, he's the shame police for those who are not PC. Um, and, and so there's an aspect where, you know, those that are so staunchly, you know, politically correct have the history of failing to be politically correct. Um, and I would say, you know, this is probably not unique to him. It's pretty much going to be everybody in, in, uh, maybe not everybody, but a, a large majority of, and maybe not to this extreme, but to the idea that like, you know, there's a view that someone might have held in the past that you might not agree with. And, and so be it. Like, are, why are we going to hold, you know, hold people to this crazy sort of, you know, it's like the, the joke to start Chappelle's comedy or to, to start his uh, Netflix special where he's like, you know, every, all you're going to do is like find the thing I did wrong 30 years ago and use it to try to bury me. Right. Like where's, where's the grace? Where's the, you know, forgiveness that we have for people. It's just like, we just want to demonize those that are on the other team. Uh, so I just think it's putting pressure on that. And, and hopefully it's causing people to kind of question, are we going overboard with this idea of political correctness? Because I think there's an aspect of political correctness that is well-intentioned. And that's just simply of like, let's treat others well, right? If something is going to offend someone else, we should do our best not to offend them. We shouldn't go out of our way to offend people. You know, um, it's like, I, I would never use N-bomb because I know not that, it's unacceptable, but because I don't like, I don't want to cause people around me harm or, or, and harm is not the right word, but like to take offense. It's like, I, in general, I always say, I speak to people they want to be spoken to. You know, I would never curse around someone who I know looks, you know, uh, doesn't like it, right? People who don't like cursing, I would never curse around them. That said, um, you know, there's an aspect where we take that concept of like speak people the way they want to be spoken to, speak to people with respect, and we take it to this extreme of to the almost to the point where like certain groups of people can never be criticized. And that's, I think, a problem. And I'm hoping that this is one of the, you know, many scenarios that they start to kind of allow us to wait, kind of question, have we taken PC concepts too far or political correctness too far? Well, for me, I think the impact on Canadians is that what people will take away from this is that uh, the liberal the liberal platform um, cannot be racist. So they're looking at uh, Justin Trudeau is doing something racist. Justin Trudeau confessed to being racist and his actions were racist. Um, but today he's not racist because of his political platform, uh, his, 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 um, his policies that he believes in. So what I think will happen is that Canadians will make the connection between like, okay, well, that was racist what he did back then. But being a part of the the Liberal Party is not racist. 
which means what does that mean for the conservative party, the people's party? What does that mean for them and those other types of policies? And then they may get the stigma of being racist. Anybody who follows me on Facebook, I posted something on Facebook about, you know, if you brought up my past from 20 years ago, you know, I would definitely be running for the door. But, you know, thank God there's forgiveness in Jesus Christ. So it's a beautiful thing to receive forgiveness when the world doesn't forgive you. Because trust me, you know, there's things that people can't forgive you, but God will forgive you for. So, you know, praise God for that. Yeah, but with that said, when it when I'm looking at my error from episode 30, is that, yeah, really looking at racism as amoral. I looked at it racism as immoral. But now that I think about it and changing my mind on my perspective, racism is amoral in that it is neither moral or immoral, but it depends on the context in which racism is applied, which would give it its meaning. Okay, so what's who's the moral racist? I am. Okay, in, in what regard? I prefer black women. So yeah. I marry Tyra. Right? So yeah. I, I I I look at your skin color and I say, hmm. Well, I only I want this. Right? So I'm judging her based on her race. But I'm doing it so I guess some would say that I'm doing I'm practicing racism in a good way. Now, there's a negative way to practice racism violating a person's human right by harming them or their property. It's okay not to like another race as long as you do right by them, like Justin Trudeau. We all practice racism. It's just a matter, is it moral or or immoral? So that's why, not, that's why I say it's amoral. So like when we see it applied to politics, uh, especially now when it comes to platforms, especially the Liberal Party, you know, the Liberal Party has a stigma of being not racist. So we have to be careful in looking at their opposition as being racist and really think through and look at the intended and unattended consequences of a policy versus saying, okay, well, this party is racist, this one is not, therefore, whatever policy conservatives put in are racist. A good example of this is in episode 30, Evolution of Racism. We talked about the rally in Quebec on August 16, 2018, when the heckler was refuting Justin Trudeau's immigration policy, and she was labeled a racist. And then Trudeau looked at her and called her a racist. One, because of the color of skin and because of the opposition to his political platform. So right then and there, she's being labeled with the stigma of um, being a negative person because he because she opposed his political view. And that's what my two cent concern is with the rest of the country looking at this like, OK, well, well, if you're as long as you're along the line of the liberal party and their perspective and the leftist ideology, then you're not racist. But if you are conservative or or, or you're running with the um, Republicans and Trump or you're rolling with Sheer and the conservatives, then you'd or be PPC. seen or PPC, you'd be seen as a racist. So what I, what I want the listeners to walk away from is to conclude that, look, you know, no political policy 
is racist in and of itself. It, it's important to be looking at uh, the words and the implications and, and do your economic research to see the implications of, of these decisions. And that when we, that all of us are all, we all practice racism. It's, and it's a matter of, is it immoral or amoral, but, or sorry, immoral or moral. So these are the, these are the concepts I really want the listeners to walk away with and say like, okay, like, is this policy racist? Okay. Okay. Why? 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 Why is Justin Trudeau calling that woman racist? Because well, he looked at her skin. Like well, like like what? What if it was a brown guy or a black guy that was challenging his immigration policy? Would he call that black guy a racist? Would yes. he do? No. No. Well, I, no, 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 like, no, 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 because, because well, of, he wouldn't, but I, I, right. But I've, yeah, but that's been, my question. You've been seeing this happening though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like part of it is like, like, like that's why he judged her based on what she looked like. So, okay, well, if you're, if you look white or, or, you know, then, then you must, and you're, and you're against immigration and you must be racist, but he would never dare call a black person a racist. He would never dare because that's just too much. That's just too much of a risk to call another well, he, black yeah, person a racist. Yeah, for him to do it, but, right. but I. I would say there are like leftists yeah, or liberals. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but everybody but but what I'm saying is that Trudeau represents Canada. Uh uh, uh Trump represents America. So when Trump does something like that, America's seen as racist. When 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 Tr- when Trudeau calls a white person a racist, we're, we're looked at as righteous and woke. And when the way he does that. So that's why I'm saying like not, yes, okay, yes, yes, Joel, I agree. There are people who do that. But I'm talking about um yeah, yeah. our our figurehead for our country and setting the example for the rest of the country. So that's why it's important to make sure we're nuancing the idea of what racism is, something being amoral until we see it applied in a real world context in an immoral or Action. moral way. So, I mean, you know, for the listener, what's your two cents on this? You know, what do you think about uh, Trudeau's stumbling, let's call it? Uh, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd like to hear listener feedback on, you know, whether they think this is going to have a negative impact on his ability to win or lose, or, or the outcomes, I should say, of, the, of this political race. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and please let us know uh, what you thought about some of Joel and I's perspectives or any of the other people's we quoted or any other articles that you think or political people we should be looking at in, re- in regards to perspectives or anything in the future. Uh, even like, I know it was pretty controversial, you know, my view on racism being amoral. Let me know if I'm, if you, you know, disagree and yeah, you know, I'm, it, I'm open. I'm open to changing my mind. I'm not, this isn't a hill I'm going to die on. The only hill yeah. I'm going to die on is Golgotha with Christ. That's it. No big deal. So, and uh, yeah, for the listener, you know, if you're on uh, iTunes or any other, you know, feel free to, to you know, give us a rating, comment, um, whether it's on the particular episode or, or on uh, the podcast as a whole. It's good for us. Um, I think right now we've got like two ratings, so. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. man. Oh. Uh, two ratings and one comment on oh, iTunes. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, although... No. Uh, <laughs> we, we got we got the afterwatch uh, crew liking our episodes though. Yeah, shout out to Levar and Phil on uh, make sure you guys check, Yeah, make sure you guys check out Afterwatch, Levar and Phil, and subscribe. Piling on, I'll finish the episode with piling on to Justin Trudeau one one more time. Tim Moen posted a, a, a Facebook post that said, "I long for a world where Justin Trudeau is kicked off SNL for dressing up like our prime minister." <laughs> All right, guys, let us know what you think. And remember, Six Sense Makes Change. Thank you.
Does that make sense?